Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning. Thanks for being here on a dark Sunday morning. Good to see you all. Some time back, I saw a special on OPB about earthquake prevention in houses and some of the new building code that was helping hold foundations to the walls and walls to the ceiling joists so the whole house would stay more intact during a good shake. So three years ago, I built a little house and I built it up on top of a little knoll. And as I was framing it in, one of my neighbors walked up and he was appalled at the amount of steel fasteners that were required to hold it together. And he told me that if we ever had a good shake, he said my house would just roll right down the hill intact. <laughs> so I started having nightmares about that. Um, so you know what I did? I padded the ceiling. So I want to use that as an image this morning of, let's call it, earthquaking our faith. Keeping our faith so strong that when we're shaken by circumstances, by anxiety, by struggles, by setbacks, that our faith remains the foundation of our lives. And I'm going to use St. Paul as an image of all of that. In our reading today, he says, rejoice. I say it again, rejoice. And this is Paul speaking from prison. And he knew well he wasn't going to get out of prison. And his conditions in prison were not good. So what he's saying is, I know what I'm talking about. I've thought a lot about this. And I'm going to tell you again, rejoice. Paul was no stranger to adversity. Listen to some of the things that he had to endure. This is his own list that he was passing on to another one of his communities talking about this. He says, five times I received 40 lashes, less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. One time I was set adrift a day and a night at sea. I spent many sleepless nights in hunger and thirst, in cold and exposure. And in all of that, Paul is saying, rejoice. Hold firm to our faith in Jesus Christ. Because that is our security. Not what's going on around us, not how we're feeling, but the conviction that we have that Jesus is personally, directly involved in each of our lives and in all of the circumstances happening to us, and to everyone else. Challenging thought. So the message I've got on the signboard out in front for my homily title this weekend is called Unquenchable Joy. Is it possible? St. Paul would say it's possible, and he gives us two ways to begin moving in that direction that I find really helpful. The first is this. He says, let your life be filled with kindness. But that doesn't translate very well, and the original word in the Greek is much broader than just kindness. It's about being thoughtful of others, but more than just thoughtful. It's about people being of justice and truth, but even more than that. 
It's about kindness, and it's about generosity, but it's about doing all of these things to where we get off of ourselves. And I think it's just human nature that when we're going through hard times, we start kind of huddling down, and we start focusing a lot on ourselves. I don't think that's sinful. I think that's just part of being human. Paul says, in the midst of the hardest times in our lives, rise up and shine. Give yourself to others. Trust that you'll find God by getting off of yourselves and focusing on others. Last week, Deacon Brett was talking about the prophet Baruch, who was prophesying in a time when God's people were in horrible straits. And Baruch's words were the very same. Rise up and shine. Don't huddle down. Don't just lick your own wounds. But get out there and trust in God. Because God is working in all of that. And that's what Paul challenges his followers to do. He says, especially in times of adversity and challenge, get off of yourself. Worship God. Praise God. Be involved in the lives of those around you. Don't give in to that temptation just to focus in on ourselves. It's bigger than that. I had a small experience of that not too long ago. After my annual physical, I had to do the lab work for the blood draw. And the lab that I go to was, for reasons I don't know, incredibly slow and behind. Um, And a lot of people were waiting. And for reasons beyond what I understand, everyone was really, really patient. Um, And when I first saw that, oh, this is going to take a while, I was not exactly patient. But I have to say, everyone there went out of themselves, and there was a kindness and a thoughtfulness and a friendliness that was present that was, I think, exactly what Paul's talking about, that let your kindness be seen by everyone. And people were doing it. And I was getting caught up in that myself and experiencing God in the midst of a situation that normally would just make me fret. Um, So it works, you know, when we do that. But it's so much easier to just focus down on ourselves and go down that spiral, which doesn't do us any good or anyone around us any good either. And the other thing St. Paul recommends, he says, don't be anxious about anything, but bring everything to God in prayer and in gratitude. And he opens that up for us, and he makes it really clear that what he's saying is that when we keep our focus out there, and when we see God at work, all of a sudden we realize that things aren't just happening by accident, but that God's working in all of this. Years ago at a confession that I went to personally, um, the priest that heard my confession asked me for my penance every night before I went to bed to think of three things from that day that I was grateful for and thank God for those three things. And he wasn't just talking about counting your blessings, which is not a bad thing of its own. But what happens, what happens to me when I do that is it helps me to realize that God has been intentionally and personally active in my life this day in ways that I hadn't really thought of until I consciously thought about that. Because the reality is God is active in each one of our lives. And oftentimes we miss that. But the fact is, and the strength that we have, is that God is working in all of this.
during Advent this year, at breakfast each morning, I'm reading a series of meditations on trust and surrender, which are hard words for me and I'm guessing for a lot of people. And the author is challenging us to accept that everything happens for a reason and that everything that happens to us is meant to happen to help us. doesn't mean that God is doing evil in our world, of course. Don't go down that word. But what it does mean is God is so powerful. He's working through even the hardest experiences in our lives, specifically to help us grow and to help us be better people and to help make this world a better place. And if we can trust in that, it really creates a whole new freedom in us and around us. So I've made that intention every morning during Advent, and I start off the day saying, all right, Lord, I'm going to trust that everything that happens today, you want it to happen for my sake, and I'm going to try to walk in that. So in the evening, as I think about that, I usually give myself about a C minus or a D on how I've done with that, because it's hard, you know? I don't want a headache today. Um, we had a power outage on our street, was that Thursday, I think? Um, so when they turned the power back on, uh, my stove doesn't work anymore, you know? It's like, oh, gee, you know, all these hassles with that. So, so this is what I'd like to leave you with today. I want you to each think of one person you know who is struggling right now, someone who's depressed or anxious or just has a lot of hard things going on in their life. And I want you to pray for them at this Mass, intentionally. Pray for them at this Mass. And I want you to be open to the promptings of the Spirit and see if you're being led to reach out to that person with a text or a phone call or an email or a card or a visit, just to bring words of encouragement as part of standing up and shining and bringing that kind of encouragement throughout the whole world. So my sign message again was unquenchable joy. Is it possible? I don't think it's entirely possible, frankly, but I think we can get glimpses of it. And we do that by getting off of ourselves and by giving thanks to God for the work that he's doing in the ordinary circumstances in our lives. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.